2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. That's what bothers me. If people just choose to to make the refs the boogeyman here, dude, that is some heroic shit that we just yep. saw. Yeah, like, you're right. Sports heroism, and I I know like oh, is he limping? Is he is he is he milking it for the cameras? Was it really a high ankle sprain? I never thought two, that 31?
2: milking part. I never thought the milking part. I thought maybe the diagnosis of the ankle injury was deliberately made out to be worse than it was but I never thought Mahomes like on the field was like trying to hoodwink Dude, his opponents he's
1: he's tough as hell yeah and the fact like you know how the so like we can make these cross sport comps for all-time greats because he's clearly an all-time great in my mind LeBron's signature thing is beating that Warriors team and leading both teams in all five statistical categories, right? Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. It's the most impressive thing I've ever seen done on a basketball floor. When he came back from down three, one and led both teams in all statistical categories, the signature moment is the block. And it will be maybe the last highlight that is shown when he gets into the hall of fame. It might be, the greatest scorer of all time in terms of points, arguably the greatest passer. His signature play is a block. Mahomes having that run, yep, in that spot after that injury. I agree with you on that. That that
2: is just, and he's had that's a like of, his that's like his version of the Elway helicopter touchdown
1: against the Packers, right? And he had that run in the playoff game against the Titans. Um, he just he always jokes about how like. His speed is just like whatever is it's a tenth of a second faster than the guy who's chasing him. He always, he joked about his 4-8 speed. Uh, I was watching the ESPN he was on with Boomer uh before uh we we started recording. He always like makes that joke, but he like is a savvy, mobile, tough running quarterback. Like he does obviously he doesn't need to do it like Hurts does or like Fields does or like Vic does or even like yep. Josh Allen does, but when he needs to do it. He's crazy effective, man, and he's just a tough son of a bitch. If I were the GM there,
2: I would feel like king shit for the offensive line moves that they made since the last Super Bowl because
1: Joe Thune at guard drafting Brown Reed Humphrey, Humphrey. yeah, the and they're going to franchise tag Orlando Brown for a second time. They the they right creep.
2: the right guard is like a late round pick, Smith. Trey is Smith. a diamond of the rough guy. Yeah, sec- and, uh,
1: Creed, hum- Creed Humphrey was a second rounder, and, and uh, Smith was a fifth rounder. And
2: dude, Wiley, who's a journeyman, how many times do we
1: call Hassan Reddick's name today? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, like, I saw Mitchell Schwartz shout out Wiley on Twitter after the game. You're right. Yeah, dude. he deserves
2: that. Like, That's right. a guy that I circled and was like, well, we're going to hear his name a lot because he's going to have to hold or do something to basically – tackle these guys. I mean, the thing that I just, I'm still here, non-like just shocked by is the Eagles have all of these difference makers on their lines, defensive line. They bring a second wave, like a line change in hockey of guys in. And it's probably the reserves could be a upper echelon starting defensive line for other NFL teams. They've got like legitimately Eight starting defensive linemen. Did any of them make a difference in this game? Was there a batted down ball? Was there a pressure? No. No. I mean, that's an all time coming up small moment from an elite group. That would be like the steel curtain having a shitty Super Bowl or like the purple people eaters, man.
1: These guys. Here's why it's not because we know the steel curtain was really great. We talked about it all year. The NFC sucks. But you talked about the Eagles as the unicorn in that conference like they're great at everything. I I I know. I know. But then like I I, I was wrong. Like and, and yes, by the way we learned they, that the I, I learned that the hard way tonight, my friend. Well, I know, but but like over the course of the last few weeks and certainly the playoffs and certainly when they didn't get uh a Niners team that had a quarterback who could throw the ball down the field, it was like, Holy shit. This team played 17 regular season games and two playoff games and really weren't challenged by great passing offenses or great quarterback play. It was, and when, and we, we talked about it all the time, but like when they played Detroit 38, 35, When they played Dallas without Cooper Rush, gave up 40. When they played Aaron Rodgers, gave up 33. When they played good quarterbacks or good passing offenses, they gave up a lot of points. Every other game, because they got the Jaguars in week four, every other game, Vikings, Commanders, Giants, Colts, Saints, just teams that don't scare you through the air. The Chiefs obviously do. They're the number one passing team in the league. So, but the, but the thing I, about I that, just, I, just, I just don't think they were. I think they beat up on some bad teams, man. And I think they were very good. They were very good, but they're not the steel curtain.
2: Okay, but but I think they're not the two
1: thousand Ravens. But
2: of course not. But what the Super Bowl does though is that it flips the narrative, because the narrative before this game was great team that has propped up a quarterback. Their quarterback propped them up in this game tonight. Yes, Hurts. Was the guy that made everything better, and like we kind of, sort of, should have known that based on the fact that they were sixteen and one with him and zero and two without him, including a home loss to the Saints.
1: Right, but I, I know. I mean, listen. I think I think that like sometimes it happens in losses, right? Like honestly, like even Mahomes when he lost to Tampa was incredible. The guys throwing the ball horizontal to the ground. It's going off his dude's helmets. Yeah. He's running around like a chicken oh. with his head cut off because his offensive line stuff like you can you can still have your stock go up in a loss for your team. Yeah, I and-
2: always felt like with that game, Andy Reid's inability to recognize going into the game and then during the game that his tackles literally couldn't block and tried to come up with a plan B was the reason why they got obliterated and couldn't do anything offensively. I thought he was stubborn in that game. I give him credit in this game because they didn't like commit to the run in the traditional sense, but they kept the run alive, and they kept the run a threat throughout the whole game, which is not something Andy
1: Reid always does. That is not But but just, yeah, so... They outrushed them, man. That's what I mean. I, yeah, they 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 one fifty eight to to one fifteen. That's that might be the most. I mean, what's more surprising? Zero sacks for Phillies. D led the league in sacks. Or Chiefs outrushed Eagles. Eagles number one rushing team in the NFL. What's more I, surprising? I honestly think it's the second one. I do too. I do too. I, I mean, I, I did not see a scenario that the chiefs, I, I thought that the chiefs could, would give up a bunch of yards between the twenties and maybe be able to hold them to field goals in the red zone. Even though Nick Sirianni, man, that guy impresses me. I thought early on, he was getting the best of Andy Reid. Reed settled for the field goal. Um, Butker misses the 42 yarder. Sirianni was routinely going for it on fourth down, went for it on fourth and three and fourth and five on the same drive. He had a
2: fourth and short deep in his own territory in the second half. And I thought it was a little bit of a miss by Olsen and Burkhart that they didn't even at least bring up. Yep. Hey, do you go for it here? Do you remember what yep. I'm talking about there? The first three and out of the game there was a, was a fourth the and short. Half. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: no, I mean, like, I, I, I that's think it, when the big punt return happened. Right after that, they didn't even revisit
1: that idea. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I think, like, so for the Eagles, you know, we were talking about. I feel like stock up in coach and quarterback, and they'll go in the next year feeling like they should be the preseason, you know, favorites to win the NFC. And, and I always
2: say this about games like this, like after what happened with the Bills last year against the Chiefs. You couldn't hire Leslie Frazier to be your head coach with what happened at the end. The Gannon, the defensive coordinator for the Eagles, no effing way I'm hiring that guy as a head coach now. How do I introduce him? Yeah, we believe in this guy, but on the biggest stage, his team's calling card was getting pressure. The last time somebody had this many sacks in the season was the 85 Bears, and when they needed it, they couldn't get any. Here's $8 million a year. We're handing the keys of the franchise over to you. No, no, thank you.
1: Yeah, I can't argue. They could <laughs> lose both coordinators, right? Gannon yeah. to... Steichen's going to take the, uh, what, Colt's job? Colt's job and Gannon to, to Arizona.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?